T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny and Dusty. All right. My rock smashes your scissors. Oh, no, not these scissors, pal. This is a uh, special titanium steel alloy. Because we all buy NASA for the space program. These scissors that smashed you to wrap this smithereens. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. Hey, what's happening, Norm? It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk-bone underwear. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, hour number three, Danny and Dusty with you. It is uh, National Signing Day Part 2. Yesterday we had uh, Andrew Nemec on, recruiting show with Andrew Nemec. He's also the National Director of Recruiting. Kind of good at that stuff. For SB Live. And uh, uh, shout-outs to Andrew Nemec, who posted a Twitter photo in the urgent care lobby this morning. <laughs> Not good. Uh, he's got a he's got a bit of a, a little ear infection, I think. Uh, so I hope you feel better, Nemec. Uh, not a great day to be ill. But um, we talked yesterday with Nemec about the fireworks that could happen on National Signing Day. There were two big prospects um, that everybody kind of had their eye on out here on the West Coast. One of them, Nicholas Harbor, uh, who's a five-star athlete, um, the top uncommitted prospect in the country is down to Oregon and South Carolina. And he ended up choosing the Gamecocks today, mm. uh, this morning. He is a, he's got world-class speed. Oregon would have used him as an edge rusher at six foot five and 230 pounds. Uh, they, they would have used him as an edge rusher. He ended up going to South Carolina and it's hilarious. Kind of the stories that are coming out of, uh, this now is that, uh, apparently it was down to Oregon and South Carolina and because his girlfriend is going to South Carolina, that's why. Hmm. Is he, is he married? <laughs> Who writes these storylines up <laughs> anyway? You know what? Speaking of writing storylines, this was another way that I was thinking about going with the worst day on the web. Did you see what uh, Arian Foster said yesterday? Yeah, that was great. But they talk about storylines. Yeah. Who, who do you think wrote the uh, this National Signing Day script? National Signing Day script for today? Yeah, that's and if you missed it, Arian Foster did a parody bit uh, for Barstool Sports about the NFL being totally scripted, mm-hmm. and people bought it. Ah, and it was fantastic. Yeah, but uh, so the Ducks ended up missing on him. The other prospect mm-hmm. that we talked with Nemec about uh, was Roderick Pleasant, mm. who is the fastest man in California's history. Which, um, or fastest boy because he's in high school. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, fastest 100 meter in high school history. Remind in me California. again, where the where do the fastest people in the country come from? 
there's three there's three states. Um well California, Texas, Florida, Texas. Yeah. If well, you're the, fa- the South. If you're the fastest in California when you're talking about all of the track talent yep. that comes out of that place, yep. you are fast. Yes, he is. He's world class literally Olympic caliber speed. Yep. And he will be playing defensive back and he's the, I think he's the number two uh rated track prospect in the country. Um, and he is going to the University of Oregon. Uh, he picked the Ducks over USC and UCLA. Uh, so that is a decent uh, win for Oregon going into uh, SC and UCLA territory and plucking one of the top track prospects. And he's a four-star defensive back uh, to come up and play uh, in Eugene. Outside of that, uh, there was a tight end, a four-star tight end uh, committed to USC today. Yes, and uh, he's going to go on his mission. He'll for be two out years. for a, for till the twenty twenty four season, um, which is interesting because I don't know who's playing tight end for USC this next year. Um, but there's also the 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 specter of of Deuce Robinson out there who was Did you just call him Douche Deuce. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to check the tape on that one. Freudian slip for no longer being a USC prospect. Um, I, not that USC is out on him, but it does sound like he is going somewhere else. Uh, he's the number one tight end in the country in that class. Uh, well, he was Central Catholic before he went down to Arizona, right? Uh, I have no idea. He was up here before he went down to, to Arizona. I Yes. So. Yes. But he's at Compass, yeah. I believe. Compass Prep. Sure. I think that's the school. That's 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 the uh, IMG Academy of Arizona. Yeah, uh, I think he was at Pinnacle. Pinnacle. Okay, there's there's a Pinnacle High School. There's there's a couple of those now popping up in Arizona. But I'm going to be completely honest. I had no idea he was from up here. Yeah, was he? I'm almost certain he was. Oh. I could be wrong. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, continue. Anyways, it does sound like uh, USC is going to miss out on him, so they yeah. ended up getting uh, a kid who's going to be gone for another year. So just kind of how they ship things around um, is certainly interesting, but it's a, you know, I believe he's the number 11 recruit uh, out of California. That's not a bad guy to have there. No, when you're getting top 10, top 15 guys, that's always, those are, those are good names to see show up on national signing day. Yeah, that, that is very, very true. And uh, this is the part of the February signing period. That is, is one that it kind of takes a little bit of the luster out of it. I think if you're looking at it in the pac 12 though, as a whole, there's a lot of big waves that were made on this, the second day where most of the big time prospects, they're gone. And if you are a Portland state fan or you're an FCS fan, this is your big signing day. If you're a small college fan, this is a huge signing day. The big programs though, it's in, it's back in December. Uh, I think the Roderick pleasant signing is a big one. Mm-hmm. I give you a power rank them though. Kenny Dillingham made the biggest splash of the day. Woo! Down at Arizona State. Because we thought it was Miami. Because he ended up plucking Jaden Rashada, the Pittsburgh, California uh, prospect, who, remember, he had the $13 million name, image, and likeness deal with the University of Florida. And when that fell through, he got out, and he ended up uh, committing today and signing with Arizona State. And this is a big one for Kenny Dillingham because they went and they plucked uh, the quarterback out of Notre Dame as kind of their stopgap this year. And this is this is huge for for Kenny Dillingham and company because it adds depth 
in the Pac-12. And Rashada had a really interesting kind of message when he he posted He's a little his down commitment. Yeah. He said, I just want to start off by thanking the Lord uh, for my journey. How, how could you not? Of course. You know, that's what you do. And uh, the strength to get through whatever was and is put in front of me. Thank you to everybody who truly knows me for me. Just want to keep this short and let it be known. I'll be attending Arizona State University, my childhood dream school, my father's alma mater, uh, a place where I'm happy and a school where the head coach has always had my back. Yikes. Uh, glad to truly be home. Can't wait to carry on the family name at the university and start my journey forks up. They, look at that. A place where I'm happy and a school where the head coach always has my back. If that's not a shot at Billy Napier at Florida, I don't know what is. Because, <laughs> whoa, Nelly, that tells you that there was a lot more than just an NIL deal falling through at Florida. There was there was a rift between he and Billy Napier down on campus. Yeah, no, it wasn't just uh, the bag disappearing. It was the bag disappearing and probably some uh, uncomfortable phone calls and conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that. Those are the big splashes today. SC gets a four star tight end from their own backyard. Uh, Jane Rashada, uh, the four star quarterback, goes to Kenny Dillingham in Arizona State. And Oregon gets uh, one of the fastest commits in the country mm-hmm. in Roderick Pleasant to go into that secondary. High schooler running a 10-1-4-100. Is that good? That's uh, good. That, that was a, a track coach. That's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that uh, track, that's good. That's That broke the California state record that has stood for 37 years. Yeah, yeah. He's he can burn. Dumb fast. Nah. That's the he kind of kid can... where if he changes, I mean, if you're looking for a comparison, look at uh, Allen for Oregon. Devin Allen. Yeah, I mean that's he's yeah. that kind of speed. He's faster, than but Devin even Allen, but yeah. faster as a high schooler. Ten one is ridiculous. I mean that's that's tweaks within your form to getting an, a sub ten. Yeah. Um, here's a text says. So if I'm the fastest man ever from South Dakota, how much am I allowed to brag? That depends on how fast you are. Like if the fastest kid ever in South Dakota is a, like a ten seven, not a lot. Not ten, a lot. Ten two. Yeah. Now, well, now you're think, talking. I think ten five. You can always brag at ten five. I mean, but no, you can always brag if you're like the fastest man ever from a state. That's awesome. Like, that's really cool. Like, even in a small population, you're still going to have some dudes. Yeah. Like, I mean, Roger Maris is from North Dakota. Well, that's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Like, like stuff like that, you know, it happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking right here. The 2023 fastest 200 meter in indoor track this year. Uh, Nicholas Harbor, the guy who the absolute freak that is going to South, South Carolina. Carolina. That was down with Oregon. Uh, he, it was down to Oregon this year. Uh, he has run the fastest indoor track speed uh, two hundred in the country this year for high schoolers. Oh, and by the way, um, not bad. Uh, Roderick Pleasant five eleven buck eighty five. Yes, yeah, uh, Nicholas Harbor six five two thirty. Is that? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Jeez Louise. He is a he is a Julius Peppers esque freak. Yeah. I'm looking at this right now. Um the for the twenty twenty two outdoor track season, mm-hmm. the fastest times this is insane. The fastest high school time, ten oh eight from Pierre Gory Go, Pierre Gory, Duncanville, Texas. Always. Well, yeah. Remember 
Uh, what was the high school that came to Oregon uh, for the Les Schaub tournament? Duncanville. They were ah. number one in the country. They won the football state title, too. So football, basketball, and track. Huh. Weird. Almost like they have a factory going down there. My God. These kids are freaks. They're mutants. Nature. They're mutants. Fastest, That's what they are. Fastest high school 400 last year was a 45-6. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, kid from Ohio. You're kidding. Yeah. Uh, they got fast kids, man. They're just getting faster and faster. That's right. That's right. Yes, they are. Jeez. All right. Um, so that is your signing day wrap-up. Uh, Oregon State, always quiet on the beef front. The big one for Oregon now is I think they got 92 scholarship players, if I'm correct. How many are you allowed to have? 84. You're going ah. to get, you're gonna have to get down a little bit uh, on the scholarship count, but that will be that will be something that kind of works itself out over spring ball. And uh, it's kind of one of those dirty things with the recruiting portal now is uh, or with the transfer portal, unrecruiting your own roster. 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. This is Danny. D- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Come on, man. But there's also the, the specter of, of Vince Robinson, who was Danny and Dusty on the fan. What's the ruling on that? I'm gonna need a clear. I'm gonna need a clear listening of that because there's music. It was douche. He said douche. Yeah. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. But there's also the, the, the specter of, of Deuce Robinson out there, who was... <laughs> it's it's a little bit of both. Oh, that's a douche. It, it's a douche, douche, but it is a ch at the oh, end, too. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to blame my tongue and dry mouth. Look at you. <laughs> you went full USC fan. Hmm. I mean, you're, it doesn't come into my school, douche. Um, that was deuce, deuce. We're going deuce. All right. Uh, who may go play baseball professionally. He's that good of an athlete. Or go to Georgia. The ace. Those are good. Those are good. Georgia's not a baseball school, though. Remember, that's that's, weird. Remember Justin Fields? Hmm. Do you remember when he transferred from Georgia? 
why he transferred to Ohio State? Why? Was was because when he was a member of the baseball team, uh, like somebody used like a racial slur directed at him. I think that's that was the excuse. That that was or not excuse reasoning mm. for his immediate eligibility transfer. Yeah. So they don't take too, too that would make sense too kindly to baseball. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Well, I think every SEC team is really good at baseball. I can't think of the last time I saw Georgia being in, involved in baseball at the highest levels. Like they're softball, very good. Yeah, very very good. I don't remember them like uh, Florida baseball. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But oh. Georgia. Yeah. No, is a. Uh, a, a, a a Georgia fan shares racist comments allegedly made by a UGA baseball player towards Justin Fields. Oh, God, it was another player? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Not great. And he was kicked off the team, and then the kids sued Georgia. Wow. Huh. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. Um, all right. So Georgia's going to Georgia from time to time. I To your point, though, about Georgia baseball, that is the story I remember about Georgia baseball. Not them making it to Omaha. Yes, there you go. <laughs> when your baseball program is known more for its racism than its successful play on the field. That's not good, Bob. No. That's very, 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 very bad. Very 1960s of Georgia. Ew. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. Um, Where's okay. Jerry Jones when you need him? Uh, wow. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. And you can't even say he's catching strays because, well, he was there. Yeah, no, he was. He as he said, he was just curious. Like, mm. all right, curious um, about racism is always a fun one, right? Yeah. Just how racist are we here, guys? Yeah. Let me take a look. Um. All right. The football. Tom Brady retired, and uh, today that eliminated the San Francisco 49ers at the quarterback position of getting one Thomas Edward Angel Face Brady mm. as their quarterback. Um. The end of the year press conferences are ongoing in San Francisco, where mm-hmm. we heard yesterday from Trey Lance, who said that he will be available for offseason activities. At least one quarterback will. We heard Brock Purdy say that they have they are undecided on a course of action or treatment for his UCL, whether it'll be a full-on Tommy John reconstruction. Which is 12 to 16 months. Uh, Well, 9 to 12 months. Oh, yeah. they, have they shortened it up that much now? Yeah. Oh, it's God. 9 to 12 months for Tommy John, uh, 6 months if you just go in and get the, the cleanup. Yeah. Um, so we're not sure what which one they're going to be getting there. And today, you were hearing just shots fired. John Lynch. Uh, well, John to, Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, though about whether or not Jimmy G could ever come back. I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Yeah, no, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, got gotcha. it. Yeah, knew who you were talking about. Still don't see it happening. That guy was like, oh, damn. I was, I was hoping he was thinking of, like, another Jimmy on the team. Mm. No, Jimmy Garoppolo. He gone. Not a chance. And then the John Lynch, though, Wolf. with Trey Lance, that's a different story. I mean, when you're talking about where things currently sit, you cannot find a quarterback um, situation probably more egregious and upset and disturbed than the one in San Francisco. And this John Lynch uh, a little bit ago said, 
uh, in response to to you know what to expect from Trey Lance next year. Trey's had a rough go here the past couple of years. Trey's obviously going to have to prove that he can stay healthy. Well, yeah, that's not. Um, hey, as long as Trey's healthy, he's going to be the starting quarterback. It's mm, we got to make sure he's even able to be healthy yet. Yeah, yeesh. That uh, it, I, I appreciate the honesty though with John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Like they, this is the Blunt thing. assessments. And I think this is why it works there. Like bringing Jimmy back this year is that they were honest with, he's not in our plans moving huh. forward to be our quarterback. And then you bring the guy in because Trey Lance gets hurt. Cause you had to. And it's like, no, this is what we, we are looking to upgrade this position in any way possible. And why sugarcoat it when you're talking about Trey Lance either. And, that is, I know that it may seem like it's harsh in this era of, hey, we prop everybody up and kind of protect all the all of the players on our team and stars in the league. If you if you know Trey Lance, he knows that guy knows he needs to be healthy mm-hmm. because the best ability is availability, and if you cannot be out there, you're no good to the Niners. And that's two years now he's gotten hurt, and so John Lynch is just telling the truth. I think what's kind of sad is that we're surprised that John Lynch is saying what everybody already knows, including Trey Lance. Because (laughs) managers, owners, coaches, they always have some form of speak or some form of some sort of some sort of filter. Yeah. Um, And if you want to liken this back to to Portland, I think that's been the the change here is that there's been more open and honesty. And I think what the San Francisco, uh, it's kind of the same situation is that they've come to expect and respect that form of, of openness and honesty. I'll tell you, there is a, there is a big kind of black cloud over San Francisco that nobody really wants to talk about though. And that is, yeah, you can say Trey Lance needs to stay healthy. They have a problem keeping quarterbacks healthy. in general. They have a problem keeping their best players healthy over the course of the year. Debo Samuel and in, in like high ankle sprains are they happen, man. And it's not like that's a a fault of the training no. staff. But Debo goes down. You have Kittle who goes down. McCaffrey Bosa goes down. You well, and that's not like he hasn't had one yet. But you're, you're waiting you know, for that shoe to drop. Yeah. But they have had they're Every single year, their secondary is depleted by injury. Like, there is something there when that think many guys continually get injured. Some of them are just freak injuries that that just happens. Do you want to tighten the tinfoil on the turf? But the, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's some, there is something there because it, it, this is not just a one-off with San Francisco, and it's a lot of lower body injuries every single year. They have got massive injuries, and one of them may just be like a Bosa thing because Nick and Joey Bosa, they both have it. Yeah, because they they're both they're, are injury prone. They're freak bodies on frames that shouldn't exist. Man, if there was a, if I would love to hear because all of the California teams just ravaged this year by injury, like in in seemingly more so in critical positions than other teams. have. And the Rams are another team Everybody when we talk about hurt. the turf. They're they're a they're a slit turf field. The Rams are so the Rams and the Chargers are. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean the turf is grass that's just terrible in San Francisco. But I'm wondering if, has if that ends up if that's also a factor. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea, man. But it's it's gnarly there in San Francisco, and they're not holding back. The pull no punches. They need a quarterback, and with Brady out, now it'll be very interesting where they turn. Is it truly Purdy Lance, and that's it? We're going to run with it. What John Lynch said today. 
it doesn't seem like it, they're going to continue to push at that position. They're, they're in a Super Bowl window. You have to. The one position they can. And they can't really pay that position because they're paying everybody yep. else. They've got a lot of guys already locked up, and that's the benefit of having two Rookie young quarterbacks. Rookie yeah. But they've got other guys that are coming up very soon. Oh, man. All right. Mm-mm-mm. 503-250-1080. That is our fan text line. That's how you can be a part of the show. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, my gosh. We haven't even talked about this yet. Mm. I was looking down at my notes. The one storyline a Super Bowl team definitely does not want to have the Eagles are going through. Mm. Here's Rust. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Well, this is a uh, story that nobody ever wants to see. Eagles Josh Eagles offensive lineman Josh Sills indicted by a grand jury on one count of rape and one count of kidnapping, both first-degree felonies. He has been put on the commissioner's exempt list and is no longer with the Philadelphia Eagles as they're 10 days out from going and playing in the Super Bowl, for goodness sakes. Um and this uh, scumbag is probably going to be going to prison if the accounts that were taken to the grand jury and the grand jury said, yeah, I think charges should be filed. If those do go to court and he is found guilty, he gone. he'll be going to prison for a long time, for a really long time. Um, we won't go into the details of it because um, it's bad. It is very bad. It's, it's bad. But again, uh, charges of kidnapping and rape. Um, yeah, they're not going to be They're not gonna, when you read the charges, they're not going to read off great. My am I. My question about this whole thing is like the account of it is is pretty gross specific, when you hear about it. Specific and gross, yeah. yes. Um, but why did they wait so long? Because this happened in 2019, December of 2019. Uh, it's not one of a case of um, oh yeah, we should probably report this. It was reported that night mm. or the next day. It was I mean, reading through it. It was reported immediately. Was how it was as is how. Uh, it was told. Um, why did it take three plus years to get here? Yeah, and apparently this happened in his hometown. At the time, he was a member of West Virginia's football team. Mm-hmm. With which, a woman that he went to high school with and had known for seven or eight years. So he is going to West Virginia. He then transfers for the 2020 season to Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And This how did, happened in 2019. And then how – how does that school not know? It was reported apparently immediately, and this is why it's like confusing to as to why it took this long to actually get to this point. And if it was reported right away, then was it also reported to West Virginia? Did that have something to do with this transfer? I, I mean, these are all questions that now people are going to be asking. And it, it's a it's a gross story on Josh Sills' part and for the young woman involved in it. But also now you're you're opening this whole thing up as to all right. So if this was known, if this was known for four years, oh, well three years because it happened December of uh, 2019, 2019, so the end of 2019. So if we'd known this for three years, um, and police were looking into it, what gives here? As yeah, to, why are the Eagles adding him? 
Well, yeah, well, why why was he on Oklahoma State? Then why it could be have something to do with the fact he went undrafted, but then the Eagles adding him and this all just not adding up as to uh, the legal process. But uh, as it is, he's on the commissioner's exemplist. He won't be in Glendale for the Super Bowl uh, or part of the Eagles moving forward. I would I would guess. So look, brutal. The caveat of innocent until proven guilty, but yeah, oh yeah, of course. But it it reads very very awful. And these are usually things that keep teams away. Yes, keep teams away, especially something this this time. egregious. Yeah, and this wasn't this doesn't have this this necessarily the he said she said connotations. It's very specific details. Yep. All right. Um, so that's the grim news of the day. I can't wait to actually start talking about the Super Bowl though, um, because. Look, we are at a time, this is our, our kind of dead zone, and I don't like to beat people over the head with the old uh, same storylines over and over and over and over and over again um, because it's it, it gets so redundant as you're going through Super Bowls. But it, on, just on the surface, looking at Philly, Kansas City, it's got everything that you could imagine. You're going to have electric quarterback play, two two great defenses, two great defensive lines, you got Andy Reid, the walrus, looking to get over the hump again. You have storylines going about Bull. your quarterbacks. Yeah, you have Andy Reid taking Chiefs. on the team who moved on from him. Who said he couldn't win. Well, they've won a Super Bowl and then oh. gotten back to a Super Bowl since. So, so maybe, it wasn't, good. maybe it wasn't the coach. Well, but, uh, you know, it could have a happy ending for both in these. Great uniform matchup. Oh, yeah, stark contrast between the uh, teal and red. It's going to be great. And, Who's wearing white? Uh, the Chiefs are wearing white. Okay. So, I was say because the Eagles whites are not good. Chiefs e- whites good. Eagles going uh, green jerseys, white pants. It would have been great as if they wore their game. their black helmets. Oh, I don't. Uh, you can't do that for the Super. Bowl. I know. I know you can't. But you can't. Well, you can. But you don't. No. Yeah. No. You don't do that for the Super. Bowl. I'm just saying. You wear green. It would like, look in, that or their throwback Eagles helmets. Well, yeah. they should be wearing Kelly green. In That's general, what they should yeah. be wearing, but it's just such a stark contrast to the Chiefs' like color palette. I like it all. Um, this text to five zero three two five zero ten eighty says, uh, "If he goes to jail and the Eagles win, does he still get a ring?" Uh, yeah, he would. He would still get a ring. He still get a ring. I think it's anybody who's on the team at any point. Yeah, that's the that's year. how I know how that, that's how that works Jeez. in uh, baseball and NBA. I, I'm almost certain it's the same in the NFL. Yeah. Okay, uh, 503-250-1080 is the fan text sign. Uh, we send you off with a little uh, a little bit of goodness. Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. I thought the first words there were, uh, I'm a hippopotamus for a long time. (laughs) You didn't grab the sleeve? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I don't know what grab the sleeve means. The lyrics on the inside of the sleeve. Oh, no. I've always always tried to figure. Bone Thugs and Harmony, I would never try to figure out what that. I was just like, yeah. You remember remember those days? I'm a hippopotamus. This song came out when it was like ten. Oh, God, <laughs> I also remember 
my mom being like the uh, you know Italian Catholic lady, little old Italian Catholic lady mm. that she is. When uh, I was listening to Crossroads and uh, Ouija, are you with me? You know, mm-hmm. the, Ouija board. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, the door got kicked in when that was being played. What are you listening to? Dun, dun, like, dun, dun. Or what are you doing? She thought I like had a Ouija board. Was like talking to the dead because apparently uh, it, it, Catholicism no, no. frowns yeah. frowns upon uh, talking to the dead. Not 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 big fans of the devil's play. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I had a uh, CD, and she's like, I don't like this music. Like, all right. Wait till you hear about first of the month. Let me turn it up a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> so um, that's that. That's me and Bone Thugs. Got a couple Bone Thugs stories there. There you go. I like it. I, I do miss the days of of pulling out the insert to read the lyrics. Yeah. When I wasn't sure. Yeah. Now you've got if you got like a, like Spotify, they have the what is the the lyric master or whatever, and it'll like tell you immediately. How great is that? How oh. great is technology? Like you can just Shazam something. Have you ever gotten Shazam out fast enough to check? Or, well, like on the commercials where they're like, oh yeah, you can if it, there's music on a commercial. No, that is. But I mean, happen. like when you're like, oh, what is but this in song? A car, yeah. I have. But here's the thing: is that that song. Well, most radio stations now have the scroll of what the song is. Yes. That's one little key there. The other one is that I've already missed it like four times, and so I have to be ready for it, and then I'm scrambling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, it, Great idea really, in theory. It is. In practice, it does not work. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have tried probably a dozen times in my life. I'm like, and it's always I just happen to catch something right at the tail end of it. And I'm like, ooh, what is this? Who is this? And then it's like. Commercial break. Damn. God dang it. Well, missed on that one. I have to try again. Okay. Um, about a little uh, about a little bit of good here. We have we were talking Super Bowl a little bit. Mm. We might Kevin do that Burkhart and Greg Olson mm. on the call. Do you feel bad for uh, Greg Olson a little bit that Tom Brady's coming for his number one chair? Yes, because he Olson's good. very good. He he's great. I don't think Brady's going to be good. Why do you think that? Because he's a soulless, personalityless person. Not entertaining to listen to. I've oh. never, I've never heard Tom Brady talk when I'm like, yeah, no, I'm really interested in what Tom has to say here. Oh, I think he's going to be great. You think so? I think, yeah, I think he is going to be great. Hmm. That's just not me and my love for Tom Brady either, because uh, he is very smart football wise. He's a football savant. There's no doubt about that. But he also. I think the thing that Greg Olson does that's fantastic is he dumbs it down for everybody. Like Romo, Romo is dresses like it up a just little bit. Ga- like, well, no, he's just the guessing guy now. Mm. Like that's his shtick. Yeah, thing, of what right? they're gonna do next. And yes. uh, I think if I had my drop board, I'd play my Romo, my Romo drop. Your sound effects. Oh boy, it's it's a whole deal with the thing and the guy. Romo really dives into it. <clears throat> You got it? No, Russ doesn't have it. No, he has no idea. But uh, <laughs> Greg Olson is just he's, just, he's fantastic. He's the just one, really good. My one complaint from Olson over the weekend was the moment I saw the Devontae Smith non-catch, mm-hmm. he, he never even said anything about it. Like, it was like... You think him and Chris Collinsworth are in cahoots for, for receivers in general, catchers of the ball? Yeah, gosh, I guess so. But immediately I was like, I don't think he caught it. And then, he, as Devontae Smith 
whamming his hands together. I'm like, I definitely don't think he caught it now. <laughs> As they tried to go hurry up, and he didn't even mention it until like after they'd kicked off, gone to commercial, and then come back. They're like, hey, maybe he didn't catch it. That was the only thing that I was looking at. But his monitor, he's probably going with uh, looking at a replay already. And that's one of the hard parts, too, that you just don't know, is that these guys have producers talking in their ear. And Olsen does a good job of, of rolling with that and dialing up what he wants to go back and look over again. And I think that's my favorite part about him when he's, when he's doing those. Just the the callbacks and, and actually yeah. highlighting certain things. Yeah. I, I think you're 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 spot on about how he dumbs things down in a very it's it's, it's in a non I don't know non threatening manner. He takes very advanced concepts and makes them easily digestible to a, a larger audience. Yeah. I think he does a very good job of doing live what Dan Orlovsky does with a ton of studio prep, yeah. and that is a very specific skill set. It is not something that is easily done. Um, on the basketball side of things, I think Lamar Hurd kind of does it the same way. Yeah. If you're looking for like a, a, a kind of an idea of what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I think you, you're, you're, you have to have an elite mind that understands those things, but you also just have, a, have to have an eloquence and a way of, <laughs> wow, that came out of nowhere, uh, figuring that out. Yeah. Um, well, I will just end it with, I don't think Tom Brady, uh, would have his resume that he does if it wasn't for his ability to relate to people, you know? That's how you get Boonchin, Miss Croatia, Bridget Moynihan. You sure that's what it is? Tara Reed. You sure that's what it is? You gotta have some some sort of uh, personality there. Eh. The line of delineation. Money and, and jawlines are, are probably, uh, yeah, yeah, probably a larger true. part of that. That's true. Have you seen Pete Davidson? Yeah, he's got a huge personality. Exactly. Well, that, it, that, yeah, I think that just made the point. Like, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson does have a huge personality. Am I the only one that was surprised to learn exactly how tall Pete Davidson was? Just for some reason, watching him on Saturday Night Live, oh. I always thought he was like 5'8". I can tell you what's 5'8 about him. Wait, how tall is Pete Davidson? He's tall. Like, he's uh, six-something, anyway. I'll just put much taller than I anticipated him being. He looks small oh. to me, but he's dynamite, not a small dude. Dynamite uh, size uh, yeah. right there. He's six-something. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great Wednesday. See you Thursday. Up next, prime time. Bye! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.